0: I can't stop watching The Crown. Help! Okay, I paused it. Yay! I just listened back to that, and I'm pretty sure in the beginning I might have blown your ears out, so I'm gonna tone it down just a little bit, just a little bit. I'm sorry. (laughs) I hope you didn't have your volume up super high. Oh, but yes. Daily affirmations. welcome back to hello joy it's your host eliana Rowe, and i don't even know which episode we're on now but we're doing it i think it's the fifth the fifth i'm gonna say fifth um on you um i feel like i am rejuvenated not in sleep but I had a lot of good family time this past weekend. We saw a comedy show. Today's my sister's birthday. Happy birthday, Abayomi. I love you. Um, she's a star, guys. And it was great, like, being around her in Buffalo and in Toronto this weekend. Because I learned so much about rest and about not gripping, which we know is my tendency. Da, 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 da. Um, and I listened to a message cause we went to her church and yeah, I think I've gotten into this a little bit, but, um, my relationship to church and gold has been interesting these past couple of years with, um, like coming out and everything. And I've just been like, ah, I feel really uncomfortable at my home church here. Um, and I mean, I thought that was even addressed on Sunday because it wasn't. And I still sometimes feel a little blah, 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 blah about like my identity in Christ and my sexual identity. But um, alas, that's okay. That's for another episode or maybe it's for this episode. I think this is the testimony episode, friends. Um, But... I will get into what a testimony is in a hot second. This is just the intro, okay? Um, but, yes, yes, yes. Um, it was the first time I think I felt comfortable in church in a year. I think the most comfortable I felt in a year. like in, And I went up to the altar and felt like just released a lot of things. We talked about um, your heart. And the condition of your heart. And if the condition of your heart is not right, then you can't live a life of peace and you can't live a life of joy and rest. And I was like, come at me! Because I've been angsty as heck all the month of July. Just all of July. Just angst everywhere. I wanted to punch everyone in the face. Um, like everyone in the face. Everyone. There was a guy that we saw when we were driving to Toronto. He like... He was making a U-turn and just got really mad for no reason. Like nobody was looking at this man. Nobody was trying to talk to this man. And he was like, F you, F you, F you. What you looking at? You want to start something? And it was like, no, no, you skinny stick person. No. Go make your turn and get the heck out of Dodge. But my sister goes, God bless you. And I said the exact opposite of that. God is yet working on me. But angst, just angst, angst. Um, but on Sunday, yesterday, God was like, "Uh uh-uh, we're going to deal with that, boo-boo. Ah, we'll get into that in a hot second. But first, let's get into our daily affirmations. Yeah. Today's daily affirmation is forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know until you lived through it. Honor your path. Trust your journey learn, grow, evolve, become, heal. I'm gonna repeat it again. Forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know until you lived through it. Honor your path, trust your journey, learn, grow, evolve, become, heal. I hope you guys received that in your hearts today. If you gotta pause it, Repeat it back. You already know what it is. Do it. Do it. Do it. Let's get into that one, two, three, joy. Triumphant triumphant win. My triumphant win this week is that I, I, you know, God, God just be moving on Friday. I was kind of just you know chilling, um, getting ready to getting ready to go on our vacation, and I got a call about about an offer like a a opportunity to work here in albany um and it'll be happening like when i'm back at school but i was like god you're kind of just out here i he's been seeing the struggle the past two weeks (laughs) um which has been been a struggle indeed and i i just i don't know that having that call kind of was a weird reminder that God kind of keeps opening doors here at home for me and it's kind of got me thinking about like what what he's trying to do you you ever just try to like get a step ahead of what's like unfolding for your life well that was me this weekend um and I was like okay if these things keep happening here. Does that mean I'm supposed to stay here? I don't want to stay here. I want to move to New York, is what I was feeling. But my sister gave me a great reminder. And she was like, you know what, Eliana, when you graduate, you want to make sure that no matter where you go, you're in the will of God. Um, Because no matter where you go, like, of course, like, there's going to be something there for you. But like, God knows exactly what it is or where it is you're supposed to be. Uh, And I've been, you know, I've been engineering with my with my plans, with my with my goals about wanting to stay in New York because like that's where all of the action is, the vibrancy is. Not all of it, but, you know, like that's that's the dream is New York. And it's it is very expensive, (laughs) but it's it's kind of my like, you know what I've always wanted to do and I don't know if I'll stay there forever but I know I want to live there for a little bit uh and I think after London you know and everything I'm like my my perception of where I can go after I graduate is much bigger and I'm like really cool with kind of going to different places but one place that I haven't been cool about is coming back here and I've been treating this summer like oh this is the last summer last summer last summer here and um I don't know I've been having like a couple of people talk to me who are kind of like reminding me that this still could be an option and if it is it's not it's not the worst possibility to come back home after college that's not a bad thing could save up money and, and all of this other stuff so I'm trying to be more flexible with my dreams um, and with what happens after college in the beginning of adulting you know. So that's like kind of my triumphant one and my joy bud mixed together, and I'm trying to to not grip so hard on what my dreams look like because it's gonna come. I know it's gonna it's gonna come true. It's I know that it's like my destiny in life. What I'm do what I plan to do. I know that it is, um, but the how. The how is where I have a little bit of control issues (laughs) sometimes. So um, as much as it's it's beautiful to be the author of of like where you go, how you go, what you do, it's also important to leave some room for change because not everything is going to go exactly how you planned it. And I think, honestly, much of my frustration in July has been me trying to to have everything fit in the way that I want it to just so and when it doesn't. I freak out. Um, So it's important to leave room, leave room for change, leave room for for things not going the way that that you expected it to. Because who knows? Maybe that's better than what you expected. You never know. And my graceful fail. I don't know that it was that graceful, but we were traveling really late at night to drive to Buffalo. Right. And so we get to our second bus stop. I am sleepy. I wake up because I'm like, I have to pee. I have to tinkle. So I get up and I see a little tiny circular tag on my seat that looks like a minstrel monkey. I don't know if you know what minstrel C is. Um, hopefully you do. Um, but minstrel C is kind of like a performance of stereotypical blackness. And, you know it It kind of was all up in cartoons and and even on food, like Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben, like that's all part of Minstrelsy and the way that America viewed blackness um and then it, you know they took all these performance troops and theater troops and traveled them all across Europe and all across the world to spread these stereotypical views about black people and people would dress up in blackface and then towards the like 50s I want to say correct me if I'm wrong fam um it's been a bit since my theater history one class um but then they started being like you know what let's have black people play these roles which is problematic too but you know anyway I saw this I saw this little circle and I was really freaked out it was like this is creepy and so then I pick it up and I realize that it's actually my umbrella tag and it has a little umbrella on it with raindrops. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm just crazy. And so then I get up out of the car because I'm getting ready to go pee. I go into the bathroom and as I sit down to pee, I know I don't sit down. I don't sit down on public toilets. I squat. Maybe too much information, but I come from a very germaphobic family. We don't believe in that nonsense. Sitting on toilet seats. It's no. Um, anyway... <laughs> um, I start feeling like this little menstrual monkey is in the toilet seat and is about to pop out of the toilet. And so I'm like, I wipe really quickly and I'm all scared and freaked out. And then I go to wash my hands and I see this, like, I see the monkey kind of like, ooh, ooh, ah, ah with his arms, like, you know, really slinky, like coming out of the bathroom, jumping up towards me. And so then I like, I wash my hands really quick and I look back and I realize that there's nothing there because, again, just a really crazy moment and then um I go out to the car to find my mom and my dad and none of them are in there but I look around me and there are at least two or three white families approaching me and we're with only black family in that restaurant so I start getting scared I'm like this is about to be like another Jordan Peele get out moment and I can't handle it I'm not ready I'm not ready to and I'm not equipped to handle this I'm standing there in my oversized overalls, um, cold, but sweating at the same time. And so I run back inside and I'm like, where's my mom? And then I see her. And then I realized I was freaking out for no reason. And I started laughing hysterically because I was like, what a joy it is to feel insane. Um... (laughs) and my mom was like okay you need to go back to bed and my dad was like it's you're fine everything's fine go back in the car ah driving at night is freaky friends and rest stops smell like mcdonald's and dookie and it's really (laughs) gross okay it's really gross Oh man i told you guys that act of imagination man it's She's a wild one, but yeah. So those are my one, two, three joy moments for the week. Okie dokes, it's time for the meat of the episode. But first, I took some recording snippets of the message that I heard on Sunday. It really blessed my heart. Again, it was all about the condition of your heart um, and what that means. And a lot of it was on forgiveness and releasing bitterness. And woo, it was a deep one. It called me out in all kinds of ways. And I just wanted to share a little snippet of it before we get into what we're going to talk about. All right, all right. <laughs>
1: In this you are
0: He preached a word. Um, yeah, so then, you know, I started crying. I went up to the front. Um, and then a really nice lady prayed with me and gave me her number. And she was like, call me if you ever need prayer. And I was like, thanks. That's really kind. Um, I keep saying, um. um the point is that this message challenged me to take inventory of my heart in a way that I haven't done for a while. And I think that I'm sharing this because it's important for us to take a pause in our everyday life with all of the crazy stuff that's going on to really remind ourselves, well, okay, I've been through all these things this week. Like a tornado hit me. Or maybe it's been like that for weeks. Or maybe, who knows, months, years. I don't know your situation, but you do. Um, Check in with the condition of your heart. Because when all of those things happen, it leaves... It can leave a bit of damage. And even the best, most mindful people um, have to check in and make sure that all of the machine is working properly. And it felt like a call to that. And, you know, I, I've, I've been feeling that I've been growing, you know, a lot. And every time that I think I'm done or I'm done for a little bit, there's always more work to do always more work to do and it's not a bad thing it's a good thing it's a good thing to check in and be like okay girl you went through all of these hurts you went through these rejections um and you're trying to fill holes with um i don't know new ways to get acceptance or new ways to feel this or that but it, it doesn't it do, that doesn't address the whole that's in your heart from whatever you went through whatever rejection you faced whatever problem in a relationship you faced maybe it was at work maybe it was at I don't know whatever you do with your life man um but it's important to come back and make sure that you are still good because we're not meant to just run our engine again and again and again tirelessly (sighs) yeah And so I received that message as a reminder to let go. That thing that you've been holding on to or mulling over in your mind or those intrusive thoughts that have just been hitchhiking in your brain nonstop, all go, taking three million energy drinks just so they can keep on hitchhiking throughout your mind. Um, Come back at that with something else, with, with, a, with a praise report, with an affirmation, with a reminder of who you are. Because when you reaffirm who you are and reaffirm what your heart is, I guess, yes, what the malleability of your heart is, then the impact of that hurt, it's still going to be there, but it's not going to be able to hold you down for as long or trick you into thinking you did it, you 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 totally got over it when you haven't even begun the process. I thought this was going to be a testimony video because, or not video, rather, <laughs> podcast, yeah, um, testimony podcast because I also went to a comedy show for my sister's birthday. She's really in love with this. Um, comedian named Kev on stage and he's so funny the whole thing was so funny but before the comedy show started the opener I think his name's Jason's Fredericks uh he was talking about his testimony of he was dealing with cancer I think it was cancer of the bone something like that it was like some rare form of cancer and the way he found out about it was crazy but like his chances of dying were really high. And he came out with these shirts called I Have a Testimony. And of course, after the after the whole event, like I still remember that testimony and I thought it was beautiful and wonderful. Uh, but I wanted a shirt that said like saved, but you can still catch these hands. I wanted a shirt like that. But when I got to the top um, or the front of the line to buy merch, all of the shirts that were left, well, most of the shirts that were left said, um, wear his shirt, I have a powerful testimony. And I was like, you know what, I do. And I think that this season of my life is interesting, because um, my my relationship with God has been interesting. And so I feel like I've been negating the strength of my testimony, or like all that God has brought me through, because I feel like I'm down in the dumps again with him. So it's like, it doesn't really matter what my testimony is. I'm still a wicked dirty sinner. But um everybody makes mistakes. That doesn't change what you've gone through and what you've survived and what you've triumphed. Um for me, I believe that that's only because of God, and if for you, maybe that's because um, of the family, the support you have around you, um, the help you've received through therapy or something, or maybe it's all of those things combined. Uh, But your testimony is strong, and I think that looking at the condition of your heart begins by reminding yourself of your testimony and all that you've been through. And so, like in the car on my way back home from Buffalo, I started thinking about it And I was like, I really have been through a lot of things. And I'm still going through a lot of things. And I'm standing. And I'm here. And that in itself is something to be proud of. It's something to celebrate. And it's something to really remind yourself of when things get dark or even when things are great because i think that's the problem when things are great we don't do the maintenance work cuz we're like it's all good everything's happy and lovely and dope but no it's an ongoing process of reminding yourself what you've what you've what you've overcome and sharing that with others because you don't know someone might need to hear that same story about how they overcame and this, video, this this podcast is starting, this episode rather, is starting to get a little long, so I don't think I have time to like jump into the breadth of my testimony, but I will make a separate video at some point about that. I keep saying video, dang it, episode, <laughs> about that, because I think it might be a longer one and then we'll probably dive into, you know, like shame and sexual identity and relationship with God and church hurt but I gotta be honest with y'all I don't really feel like going into the deep (laughs) right now with that because I'm a bit exhausted myself but today's been a day of reminders so it's yesterday this whole weekend of who I am and so I hope that from this and from that snippet you heard I know he has a lot of energy (laughs) that pastor uh, that you can let go of some past hurts that have been in your life. Because look, it's it's five years later, it's two years later, it's three years later, and you're still here. And that doesn't mean you have to forget what happened to you. It doesn't mean you have to celebrate that it happened to you. What, it, what I think it means to let go is to say, okay, this event, this situation, this whatever it may be in your life happened to me. I was affected by it. I went through the storm with it. Um, I learned some things from it. And now I can release it because I'm moving on to the person I'm becoming. And if I hold on to this, I can't become who I'm destined to become. And it's going to be less easy to have joy. It's going to be less easy to have peace. It's going to be less easy to have rest if I keep clawing back in my mind at that memory, at that, um, at that hurt, at that rejection, at that betrayal, at that, um, and maybe it's multiple ones. Maybe they all got like tallied up for you and you were like, it's just this one thing, it's just this one thing. But that tallies up a couple years later, a couple months later, and that's, that's a lot of stuff to be shaken off or pretending to shake off. All right. Yeah, so I think that that's it. I think that this week is, as always, a week of reflection. And my challenge to you is: this is going to be so cheesy, but I want you to do it. And I don't care if you're a good jar or a bad jar or artist. Jar is not a word. Artist. You, I want you to get out a piece of paper. draw a heart you can draw you know like the little cartoon hearts we do or you can draw like a full heart with the left ventricle and the right ventricle and like the the aorta and all that stuff if you want to and map out your heart do some inventory there's this acting technique that i learned in the first um acting training i had it's meisner and one of the exercises that we had to do was inventory and it's when you take inventory of your entire body so you sit in a chair or on your bed or wherever you are, you close your eyes um, and you take your hands and you place them on every single part of your body and you speak to that part of your body and you just wake it up and say, hello, how are you doing today? This is how I'm feeling about you today. This is the tension that you're holding in this spot right now, right this minute, right now today. Um, Or maybe this feeling and this like tension has been here probably for the past three weeks. Like it's that. And I mean every single part of your body, your knees, your toes, your ankles. You can talk to your leg hair as I'm staring at mine right now in this moment. You can talk to the chipped nail polish on your fingers. You can talk to the part of your body that you <laughs> that you favor least or that you love the most. It doesn't all have to be a negative thing. And um, speak to that. So you can do that physical one, the actual in- taking inventory exercise or if you are not up to that you can also draw out your heart and take inventory of your heart and just look back i don't know how far you would need to go for you i know we're all different ages but look back on your heart and the things that you've experienced and been through and the trials that you've been through and make a note of what's still in there that you're holding on to make a note of the things that are healed you can draw a little symbol a little band-aid a little stitch mark if you want and take inventory of what's going on inside. Because losing joy is a progressive act. Um, and, uh, my, you know, it actually all ties together. My sisters were talking a lot to me about how everything in life is a choice. And everything is. I think um, that when things happen to us, it's harder to make the choice to choose joy. And so I, by looking back at the inventory of your heart. You'll be able to take into consideration where you stopped making that choice to choose joy in that area of your life. All right. Thank you guys for listening today. I'm really exhausted and I'm probably going to watch more of The Crown and... I'm feeling weepy right now i don't know why but i'm gonna honor that feeling and not resist it because i resist it and then it turns into angst and anger and i want to fight everyone <laughs> um <laughs> but yes oh wait 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 before i go another thing wow i'm scattered another thing <laughs> when you take inventory when you access the areas that you're healed or the areas where you're not healed in your heart I want you to categorize a little section on the piece of paper where you write about things that you're grateful for and the steps that you have taken, even if you're not fully healed in that area, um, so that you can notice how far along you're coming and how great you're doing. A lot of the times when we don't make the choice to choose joy, it's because gratefulness has, has left the room for a, for a second. And I know that that's difficult to, to apply in all situations that happen in life. But it's a great starting point. It doesn't have to be necessarily about um, the situation or the person or the event or whatever. But it can be about good things that have happened in your life. Like I'm grateful. I'll give an example. I'm grateful for this past weekend because I laughed so hard that my sides really hurt and I felt like I couldn't breathe. But in the best way possible possible i got to hang out with my sister and when she hosted us she gave me my own room because i don't have that experience i only had that experience once in my life when i was an rfm or an ra and that was hell um (laughs) because of all the responsibility and how like busy i was so it felt really nice that um she was so considerate i'm grateful for my family they drive me crazy But like all of us are so dope and so integral to each other's like growth. And um, when we take the time and do it right, we really love each other very well. Um, And I'm grateful for drawing again. I started drawing again and that feels really nice. I'm grateful for going back to school really soon. I can't wait to live with the people I'm going to live with. I really miss my roommate and my friends. I'm grateful for the friends I made in London and the people I lived with in London. Um, My sister, I keep talking about my sister. (laughs) She was asking me about who would be in my life after I graduated college. And what I knew for sure was that the ladies that I stayed with in London, like I want them in my life for as long as I live, for sure. Um, I'm really grateful for for just the people who've come into my life who have been really helpful and encouraging to me and reminded me that I'm enough uh yeah i'm grateful for you guys you guys are great uh and i really am wishing and hoping and praying that every area of your life and every area of your heart that is not yet healed that is still broken still needs mending or is mended i congratulate you on that and i congratulate you on your healing journey you're doing so well and let me know how it goes with the drawing i'm gonna do an inventory and post it on the insta page so that you guys can see a picture and if you happen to do it um hashtag it with hashtag inventory of my heart if that's a little too personal um You also don't have to do that, and you can keep it private. All right, I said I was ending this three hours ago. Are you ready for the love hug? Put your hands out. You are loved. You are a beautiful human being. You are in the right place at the right time, and healing does not have to be a linear thing. You're doing it, you're moving, you're grooving. I'm proud of you uh, yeah, yeah, you're great. I love you. Be great. I love you so much. I love you so much. I hope you caught that. And I hope you have a great week. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye.